0: Parental discretion is advised.
1: What's up, guys? This week on the Wrestling Mayhem Show, we talk about The Ultimate Warrior, this week's Monday Night Raw, and a
2: little something called Vagina Plane. Stick around. Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh? Check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at sliceonbroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Donate as little as a dollar an episode to get your name in the show and access WMS Gold content. Check out our page at patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show or click the link on our site. Want to have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line advertising.
3: Just wait. Just wait.
2: Hey guys, it's the Wrestling Mayhem Show 415! Happy IRS Day! Make sure you file your microtundas in triplicate. This is Sorgatron at Sorgatron of Mayhem Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. ready to rock and talk wrestling with you guys and with my cohorts here. Uh, first of all, from the deep, dark, dankest uh, basements of H&R Block is Papa Lunchbox. How you doing, sir?
1: What's up guys? Welcome to episode four fifteen of the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Vagina plane. Vagina plane, vagina plane, vagina plane. No, no matter all how many planes, times you say it, the time. it will
2: not be the title of the show.
1: How dare you! I'm taking I'm taking your middle finger on your left hand and I'm taking your thumb on your right hand because it's useful. Okay. Here for me now, because you don't like a vagina plane.
2: Outrage. Also with us from the Bronx, New York is Mad Mike, sir.
0: And here I was going to have our listeners vote which which two el- of L of fingers the LB was going to take. But, but that, now they can so tweak we'll
2: hashtag so vagina plan. You took my On hands forfeit. out of your hands. That's right. And also what does our friend in the mainstream media is Matt Carlin, sir?
4: Hi, Sorgatron.
2: (laughs) No, that's for gold.
4: Oh, sorry. I'll snap out of it. Happy Tax Day, everybody. Um, It's very special to me because my father is a tax preparing professional. So Tax Day is a great day because I get my dad back today. (laughs) (laughs) Let's have a
2: catch. Awesome, awesome. Of course, this is your Wrestling Mayhem Show. Uh, Thanks again to our our basic sickness, our friend, uh, for the intro. You can check out more of his music over at basicsickness.com. You can find more from us at wrestlingmayhemshow.com or email us at that address at?
3: Good times, good times.
2: Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, wow. Or drop us line at 412-206-WMS0. Tweet us at Mayhem Show. Hit us up on Facebook, on Google Plus, and of course the Great Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook group, where a lot of conversation is happening. And you can find this show and others on video and audio formats on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Spreaker, all kinds of places. Uh, Blip TV, uh, Roku. Via the Blip TV app, uh, all over the place, subscribe to us, comment on us, favorite it, whatever that mechanism to let us know you're digging the show and to let others know that you dig the show too. Uh, and Of course, you can join us here live Tuesday nights at WrestlingMayhemShow.com or SorgatronMedia.com. goes to the same place, a little link over there for the live stream, or you can join us before now uh, where, with everybody in the chat room including JuggaloJong and Brother Sorg, Amon's hanging around in there too, and everybody else throughout the evening. Uh, even uh, after this, for the indie mayhem show uh at 11 p.m eastern time as well (laughs) so uh with that hey um and also you can one way you can support the show if you're well and if you find value in it is our patreon go to uh, patreon.com p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash wrestling mayhem show or find the link over at wrestling mayhem show.com for as little as a dollar an episode if you do that uh you'll get Uh, Included with your donation is Wrestling Mayhem Show Gold. And you can figure out what the hell some of these voices were we were doing um, in in advance. And uh, we're going to maybe develop some more content for that very, very soon. Uh, For instance, WrestlingRevolution.net is a big supporter of us. Go uh, check them out. Uh, They've been supporting us for a long, long time. So with that, let's start to show the only way we know how with the email gents first of all very happy birthday to alex cars uh designer extraordinaire that helps us with the t-shirts such as uh mad mike is is uh wearing up there the property of mayhem go go give him a uh, chris or yeah christmas present go get him a birthday present and buy one of his shirts over prowrestlingtees.com slash wms and we'll also double that up by reading his email hello 10 uh, percenters sword sword about this shirt yes I'm not going to say I feel sexier wearing it. I'm going to say I am sexier wearing it. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, He says, hello, 10%ers. Yes, it's my birthday today. No, that's not relevant to his email. Yes, it is. Uh, Wrestling is awesome. Wrestling is cool, heart, and also intense. Wrestling is respect, and it's art, and it's fun. Mad Mike might understand that better Zorg, than anyone else. Sorg.
0: What? Zorg. He's doing it. Everything is awesome
5: here.
2: I know that. I want to see if
0: everybody okay, else so, knew that.
2: Uh, give us candor. about
0: wrestling is awesome. Wrestling.
4: <laughs> I thought you needed to beat that.
0: Wrestling is respect. And it's art. It's fun.
2: There you go. What's going on? What is that? uh seeing as it is my birthday why not give the gift that keeps on giving While well, he just did the thing that i just did uh buy a wms shirt pro wrestling tees, buy some occupy pro wrestling merch at power to uh yeah he's got some stuff going on there uh hashtag best for merchness p.s if you <laughs> have the means i highly re- recommend going to rwa salute the troops event it's going to be so choice um he did he did actually link over there power to the um was a Spreadshirt? yes Spreadshirt.com. he has a lot of stuff going on. well i haven't looked at these for a while um he has the i am the 10 percent" stuff going on so uh go check that out keep com- keep comments and smart on another fun one he's got going on uh, he's been doing <laughs> a lot of great design stuff a lot of stuff with rwa so uh great to support him that is the wrong page so we'll fix that later um so, we actually didn't get too much more for email. It's a drought week. I think everybody's recovering from WrestleMania. But, Matt, you had a discussion you wanted to go off on. Well, first of all, we, we need to address, mm-hmm. Matt, you had a very special conversation the other day with one living legend.
4: I did. I, um, I spent about 20 minutes talking on the phone with Bruno San and uh, we chatted up a little bit, talked to him. Just, just, I just wanted to ask him like what it was like being at WrestleMania because um, we all saw him there live during the broadcast. And I uh, just peppered, with, uh, peppered him with a few more questions, asked him about the statue they unveiled, mm-hmm. uh, which he was very impressed with. And he told me a great story about having to go to New York City and have a mold made of his head so they could properly recreate his cauliflowered ears. And this involved him being covered with gunk. For a good 30 minutes, wow! And uh, to quote Bruno, it was rough. <laughs> I guess as the stuff hardens, it like squeezes your head, and you got like a hole for your mouth, and you know with your eyes are shut, and you're, he's basically just being having his head entombed, so they can uh, get the mold for his cauliflower ears. Wow! So that was pretty funny, um, and I also um, yeah, so I also asked him about the um, being at WrestleMania. Um, I, I really wanted to ask him uh, what it was like sitting in that row with the other Hall of Famers. He was, like, right between Dusty Rhodes and Harley Race. And, uh, I mean, for any of us, we'd be like, oh, my God, I'm sitting next to Harley Race watching WrestleMania. <laughs> I'm like, so, like, Bruno, what in the hell did you and Harley Race talk about? And uh, in he kind of – he didn't give any specifics, but it's just kind of funny to hear him talk about it. I think, I think there was a lot of lamenting the um, – the loosening of the professional wrestling rules uh over the decades um sometimes i get the sense that like the brunos and the harley races of the world they look at what the wrestlers are allowed to get away with now and they think man if they would have let me you know spend three minutes outside the ring to brawl and put people through the tables i would have done that same thing too but they felt like they had to operate in the constructs of that of of the rule book you know it was a little bit tighter at the time i think bruno even uh name dropped the athletic commissions uh, as being at fault for that That darn 20 count Those athletic commissions sword they they got those tight <laughs> rule books for the professional wrestling you got to get it back in the ring um That's but amazing. that was a little bit interesting and then um, the ring a dq for the longest time <laughs> exactly um and then the only uh it, so we talked about a bunch of other stuff too and i asked him about the comparison between um the Undertaker-Brock Lesnar match and the ending to that match and everyone was immediately drawing comparisons between Bruno's title loss to Ivan Koloff. Um, And the interesting thing about that is even though this has kind of been the the go-to for everybody and that shock and and how that hush went over the arena as Bruno tells the story, that hush went over the arena when he lost to Ivan Koloff and the reaction that we saw at WrestleMania 30 that Bruno didn't really seem to feel like there was a real solid comparison there I mean, that's the sense I got from him and yeah he told the story about losing the title dive Ivan Koloff and he's told the story many times about thinking that his eardrums were busted because the arena just went silent after he was pinned and uh, I, I think he, the, that uh, you know it's different times today than it was back then and um, you know even though that was kind of like yeah you know, like I said since that was that kind of like the go-to comparison uh, that that really wasn't uh, the case as he saw it. I think he felt like the reaction to the Brock Undertaker ending of that match was uh, in a different realm. Um, yeah, but that's what we did. We talked for 20 minutes. You can go to kdk.com um, or there's a link at the um, Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook page. You can go listen to me bravely. Valiantly try not to make an ass out of myself while I interview Bruno San Martino <laughs> over the phone. I think I did okay. It was very well. That was very well interview. done.
2: I think it came off better than some podcast interviews I've heard.
4: You know, I I just it it's it, it's weird. <laughs> you know, it's always weird. I, it's only the second time I've ever spoken to Bruno. The first time was just kind of like a handshake um, when he stopped by the newsroom, and and um, one of our guys was Larry Richard was nice enough to call me over because he knows I'm a fan and just asked me to, you know, introduce myself to Bruno and Bruno was nice and he shook my hand and he was really nice. You know, Bruno's Bruno. He's a gentleman. Um, he knows how to do it. He does it all the time. It was no big deal for him and, and I sure did appreciate him taking the time to talk to me and I hope that, uh, hope the interview gave everybody at least a few things to enjoy. Nice. Um, a little bit of insight. Oh,
2: hello LB Sorry. Here. Hello LB
1: chair. That's my chair. Normally the headphones cover that.
2: <laughs> uh, Matt, you, you said you were a little heated about something else that was going on this week too.
4: Drink. Let me let me drink from my crystal Tang cup here while I warn this guy boy <laughs> up. I wanna have a little talk. I wanna have a little talk. Mainstream to mainstream out there. and I know some of you guys are out there listening. We need to have a little talk about how the mainstream media treats the professional wrestling fans. There's a right way and there's a wrong way. And today, I heard both versions. First example, the right way. I was listening to the uh, Trib Live radio around the middle of the day. Some of you may know uh, this feller named Justin Labar. Does himself a little show on there every week. Um, talking about professional wrestling, but... Uh, Given the newsworthy nature of the professional wrestling industry, over the last uh, week or so, um, the uh, hosts beforehand, John Staggerwald and Ken Laird, dragged uh, old Justin Labar in for the end of their show before they got into Justin Labar's show itself. Uh, And the topic of conversation was the Pittsburgh Pirates, and they're uh, apparently adopting the Yes Chant as one of their go-to celebrations in the dugout. Uh, Some of you may have seen this. I think we've linked one or two things on the uh facebook page sorg mm-hmm. correct me if i'm wrong I,
2: I know i've seen it pop up i haven't haven't got to see any footage of it yet and i've sadly not had the opportunity to watch a game yet
4: this season um at any rate um it was clear that uh mr staggerwald and mr laird are not the types who watch professional wrestling on a regular basis if at all um so they were kind of trying to uh understand exactly what the yes chant was all about and justin of course was doing his best to explain it to them and explain who Daniel Bryan was, explain why people like Daniel Bryan, explain where the S-Chant came from. Anyway, Starwell and Laird were very handled it the right way, you know, even though they aren't professional wrestling fans, you know, even though they may take a somewhat lighthearted approach to it, don't we all sometimes? Um, they were not belittling to the professional wrestling fans and how they, uh, Spoke about it, and it was a nice conversation. It was a, you know, it was a good thing. That brings me to the wrong way to treat your professional wrestling fans if you're in the mainstream media. And this morning, as I was driving into work, I was listening to 93.7, the fan, in their little morning show. And Greg Giannotti and Josh Miller are having themselves a little conversation that uh, veered its way into professional wrestling. And I met Greg Giannotti And he's a swell guy, and I've never met Josh Miller, but he sounds like he's okay, too. So, Greg, if you're listening to this, I mean this in the nicest sense as I go down this path. But, Greg Giannotti, you said something on the radio this morning that really upset me. And it upsets me a lot as a member of the mainstream media. Anytime I'm pitching a professional wrestling-related story, it really grinds my gears, if you know what I'm saying. And uh, the thing you said, Greg Giannotti... Was that you stated, and I may be paraphrasing a bit here, that um, if you were to meet a stranger or just someone you knew, if you were to later find out that that person was a professional wrestling fan, Mr. Giannotti, you would have a lower opinion of him. That you would begin to look down on him because he is a professional wrestling fan. And uh Greg, and like I said, uh, he's a nice guy. We've talked to him. I've met him a time or two, and he's a cool guy. But... uh Greg, I just want want you to know that whenever I hear about a person who looks down on a professional wrestling fan, well, that changes my opinion of that person as well. You know, no one ever looks down on people who read comic books or play video games. We accept that. You know, you watch too much Star Trek, people accept that. But for some reason, we have to live with this stigma as professional wrestling fans where we're afraid to tell other people, where we're afraid to talk about it, as if uh, we have something to be embarrassed about, as if there's something to be ashamed of. Well, I know uh, some of you guys are a little bit younger than me, but I am too damn old to be embarrassed to be a professional wrestling fan anymore. That train has passed a long time ago, and I am not ashamed. I'm a professional wrestling fan, and I'm a professional wrestling connoisseur. And if that makes Greg Giannotti or others think that I'm a lesser person, that makes them look down on me, well, then that is their loss. Despite basically all I have. Wow.
2: I don't know how to respond to that. Um, well, let me well, you about this. I don't know where to start.
0: but Amon in the in the chat <clears throat> says, while I agree with Matt, Greg's opinion is what normal people think, sadly. And, I, and he would disagree because there is a stigma on people who read comic books or play video games.
4: Amen, I don't really agree with that. You're a it's, kid. Less, it's less Amen, I know than you're it used a to kid. be, but it does still you, exist. Listen, you listen yeah. to your dad. You listen to your mainstream media daddy. There is nothing <laughs> to be ashamed of. You don't have to be embarrassed to be a professional wrestling fan. Just like you don't have to be embarrassed that you watch The Walking Dead. You don't have to be embarrassed that you watch Game of Thrones. Well, you watch wrestling, and I think that's what you choose to do with your time. There's nothing to be ashamed of,
2: and I think I think that the, the, there's a. All around cultural shift where it's okay to be the geek. It's okay to be because the nerds and this is a broader kind of conversation, but because um, a lot of people are nerds and geeks, and that just means they're very into Star Trek, video games, uh, you, know, uh, you know, comic books, uh, and that seems to be becoming more the norm than not. And it, and it sounds like the these guys, like your you know guys on the fans, are the ones that aren't getting with the. <laughs> Program with things.
1: What? I'm sorry, my cat just tried to climb up my chest and failed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, and he's saying, "Well, Game of Thrones and Walking Dead are mainstream, though. Uh, are they? Yes, mainstream. They are. They are. They became mainstream. Yeah, just like they wrestling
4: became no, mainstream.
2: That Game of Thrones minute. and Walking Dead are mainstream. And I want to say, well, how many? Think, like, how many people are Shining watching?
0: Is not necessarily.
2: Yeah, how many people are watching uh, Game of Thrones and and Walking Dead versus? raw versus wwe something that has been legitimately for the longest time of anything the most watched programming on cable television
4: i think i just this, I, I, I struggle to understand why this is something we're always having to deal with why this is something I think it's where just because i, I struggle to understand of, why people who don't get pro wrestling, somehow need to have it explained to them why someone else would choose to be a fan of pro wrestling.
2: Well, I think also, I, the, the, the I'll get to hear it, Mike, uh, the issue I think is the people that don't understand pro wrestling don't understand pro wrestling and can't understand what they're missing. I don't and necessarily
0: think it's that.
2: I, I think it's just
0: when you talk to people who know what wrestling is, they're like, oh yeah, I used to watch that when I was a kid. And that's yeah. what they associate it with. So, they I... don't think that it, it that like it, they think it's something that you can that you that most people grow out of. Mm-hmm. Whereas even if you talk about like watching cartoons, they're like, uh, "Yeah, I watched cartoons when I was a kid." I'm like, "Yeah, I, I'm 31. I still watch cartoons now. So
4: what?" You know what? I fo- why, why are why are grown why are grown men and women going to to Con or Steel City Con mm-hmm. dressed up? You know? And even opposed
5: to that,
2: you have 80,000 people filling a stadium once a year. That seems pretty mainstream to me at this point and worldwide, even. Um, yeah, and there's definitely, and I think it's a stigma that definitely in the States, I remember the old graphic that used to go around that in Canada it's a sport, in Mexico it's. I don't know, I'm going to say in Mexico it's a religion, but it, here it's a, it's a joke, you know. Uh, versus, uh, you know, listening to some things when they were running the TNA, not TNA, but the Rinka King in in India um, with, with Jeff Jarrett and all of them and say how mm-hmm. this was on billboards everywhere. Do you see WrestleMania billboards everywhere? Uh, yeah, maybe, but Mike, but you do in, in New York City, but generally no. But sorry, that's a different culture. That's true, too.
0: But- like, look at the Bollywood movies. If you try to do a no, I'm I'm serious. If you tried to do a Bollywood movie in the United States, it would flop harder than like Tyler Perry does Star Wars or something. True. I don't know, that's but true. it would.
1: It, like, that's that's not strictly just, true. Bollywood movies do a very good trade in in the United States, but I, but I see where like I see what movies. you're saying about it being a different culture.
5: Hmm.
0: And plus, they don't get a lot of like new wrestling product overseas anywhere. That's true. That's why, TNA is, that's why TNA is huge overseas. TNA goes to Europe and all that way more than WWE does, and they have more of a presence there, I feel. And they're over because they don't get a lot of that stuff, at least not the nat- like nationally accepted versions of wrestling. I'm sure they have their indie feds
2: and everything like that, but they don't get the big two. Uh, from the chat against Eamon Amen again, uh, I, I mentioned it before in the sense of smartness. None of us are cool guys, and that's okay, but people look down on them as well. Uh, I, now, I'm not familiar with the fan or anything, Matt. I mean, are these, mm-hmm. a, a, and even, you know, versus the guys, you know, on Trip, it sounds like the Trip had Labar on, correct? Yeah. Okay, And, and they're, so they have a guy. That does this, and they have a guy, and they have the numbers say, "Hey, this guy was writing for this. This guy's doing X, Y, and Z. This is a guy that talks about wrestling and got on an NBC sports program. So obviously something is right, and they're seeing it firsthand. Versus, I'm, I'm guessing the fan, and I notice, and I probably should be mentioned, it is an affiliate of yours. I see it's the CBS Pittsburgh site for the fan. Um, oh yeah, you don't have a wrestling regular outlet like the Trib does." you know i mean we talked before the post gazette doesn't have a column for pro wrestling uh kka slash cbs doesn't seem to have a pro wrestling outlet so nobody's there that understands or reports it or is maybe like the bar bringing in the you know the eyeballs to their radio their websites their their paper um and doing all this stuff for them to say oh wow maybe this is you know something we should put a little more respect respected they're there whatever that whatever you know, preconceived notions they have, you know, maybe, maybe your guys over on the trip, maybe if not exposed to Labar and what he's doing, had, would have had very similar uh, thoughts on it.
4: It's hard to say. Um, like I said, I it just, it it just, it just, just irritated me so much to hear someone say that just because someone's a fan of pro wrestling, that he has a lower opinion of that person. Yeah, it's just such a blanket statement, as if, as if, um, as if you were going to say that to someone who likes soccer. You know, well, why would you like soccer? It's yeah. such a boring sport. Yeah, it, well, you it, mustn't know anything.
2: But how many? I also got to say how many, how many people play the heel on radio? You know, how many things? How many oh, times? And,
3: hey, plus, hey maybe, maybe the there thing, is something to that. But um,
2: yeah. What? What's but that, Mike? But it just, it just strikes a nerve. Oh. Yeah.
0: What was that, Mike? it's probably the same guys that freaked out when the streak was broken. Yeah. I mean, the Monday after WrestleMania, almost, I could to a new site, a new site and entertainment site without seeing the undertaker lost at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Like it's not that outside. It's just people become assholes about it. Yeah. But it still holds a place. Like in most of our collect, our collective subconsciousness, of a time when we were kids we used to watch it and we used to think it was real and the Undertaker was a dead man, a mm-hmm. zombie walking the earth tombstoning people and throwing them into carefully crafted and painted caskets.
2: Like <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's the thing. I, I, I think that's the thing is 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 um, I I've, I I explained very you know a lot. I believed in three things when I was a kid. I hope your kids are to bed and not listening to this. Uh, <laughs> I believed in three things: Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, and vagina plane.
1: No, and vagina planes. <laughs>
2: um, and, and and I think people like you know say I don't understand why you're still believing. Like like they, they say it in the vein of I don't understand why you're still believing that Santa Claus is a thing you know um it, wait it, what, what about santa claus work. just just don't worry like, about, don't worry about, about it well, don't worry about it well don't don't worry about it don't oh, worry about okay. it okay all right um god hear me like like uh, staggerwald was it uh he's he's the guy he's the guy that's on the bus that's going home and telling me how much of an idiot i was for believing in santa
4: claus Well, Steigerwald is also the person who tells you that you're an idiot for believing that the Pirates would ever be competitive again because there's no salary cap in Major League Baseball. Well, here we are. (laughs) Yep,
2: there you go. Um, So these guys are in Uh, the business of stirring the butt.
1: Two things real quick. Um, Steigerwald, if I'm not mistaken, is also the guy who will tell you you're an idiot because you're black. Um, (laughs) And uh, also, uh, I think uh, every – Everybody, you know, wants to make themselves feel good by making by putting themselves higher than somebody else. Wrestling's an easy target because it's it's you know, goofy and it always has been. You know what I mean? And nobody loves a good dick measuring contest more than sports bros, especially sports bros who are on television and on the radio. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's,
1: it's also, just the shitty way that it's all dynamic. shaken out. You know what I
4: mean? These are the same sports people who pass judgment on other sports as well. Sorry, these are the people who tell, who tell you that like cycling isn't a sport or golf isn't mm-hmm. a sport. You know, these are the people who undercut other sports just to make themselves feel better about the sports that they follow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it happens sometimes. Uh, the takeaway I want wrestling... everyone listening to this to take from this, don't be ashamed to be a professional wrestling fan. Don't be ashamed if you're, go into the office on a Tuesday and someone asks you what you watched on TV last night, don't be ashamed to tell me that you watch pro wrestling because there's nothing wrong with you because you like pro wrestling. You're no worse than the person who's watching the soap opera every day. You're no worse than the person who's watching whatever the fricks on cartoon network these days. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if that's your thing, then just you be you. That's all. That's all I really wanted to, to drive out on this thing,
2: Mike. You had something. Don't let s- other
4: people put you down,
2: Mike. Uh, you had something to say, and I want to get to the chat. We're getting a lot of response on this one, and and actually another question I want to pose.
0: Yeah, uh, I I just think wrestling is kind of a weird dynamic because when we were all kids, we were. It was drilled into our brains that all of this was real mm-hmm. on wrestling, like. Hulk Hogan's real macho man. Elizabeth are really married and they really got married on TV and Jake Roberts really interrupted their wedding ceremony. Whereas if you are a fan of game of Thrones or something like that, you know, there's no Westeros <laughs> like, like, you know, Joff, Joffrey is not out there ruling a land somewhere, but people, well, he's not anymore. Days. Is he? Well, <laughs> spoilers. But, um, But, like, it's, uh, like, people still think that a lot of wrestling fans believe it's real. And some of them do. And that's fantastic. That's fantastic for them. That's fine.
4: And this is also the the era, Mike, of, you know, and I've heard someone refer to reality television as as the new work, which is the, the perfect term. There are people who watch reality TV and they believe everything they see on Kardashian's. Or, or or Chrisley knows best. Oh hard, yeah, that's a bigger um, work than is wrestling um, is, is legit, and we know that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the mm-hmm. new work. That's it, not it is my turn. It that's is. someone else's turn. But it's the same deal that's going on. People are believing that, Reality. just like they believed in pro wrestling. Reality. Yeah, that's re-
0: why I think it's funny that re- wrestling's kind of come full
2: circle with Total Divas. In that regard, <laughs> <laughs> if you believe like, anything if, on Total Divas is, is real, just remember <laughs> who's putting it out. think Mr. T training ever was. <laughs> we have some comments i want to get to here uh first of all wait,
1: wait, wait. can i can i say one last yeah thing? yeah sure it's it's like the joke i came up with a little while ago when i was i was watching wrestling with some non-wrestling fans and every f- like five minutes they were like it's fake you know it's fake right but it's fake don't they know it's fake then nah, nah, and nah. everybody loves pointing out how fake wrestling is but people aren't just standing in the fiction section of a library ruining everything
0: and like, it's it's how true. would you feel if? How would they feel if you did that during one of their favorite movies, like Die Hard? Like, oh, he's crawling through a duck. You know it's fake, right?
2: Oh my God, this movie's so it's, fake. It's Actually,
4: that really
0: happens. Duck. Yeah. It's that's, not
4: real duck. Like, that CGI is so terrible.
0: Yeah, but like, uh, I want to be love like. Pointing I, out I, how luckily, I don't have hard. any friends. Yeah, I don't have any friends who tell me res, who, like, criticize me for liking wrestling. They just know that's me. That's my thing. But if I ever ever come across a person while i'm watching wrestling who just goes to me that's so fake that's so fake i will say to them immediately all right all right let's put on one of your favorite tv shows and tell you everything is fake in that like oh that's cg oh they're actually dating in real life they're not like yeah what let people enjoy what they want to fucking enjoy let them have fun with it
2: yeah. yeah, and it is a different animal because it is. I, I, I recently described it to somebody asking about it as, um, as, as you know, it's like a, it's like a play. It's just like any soap opera, but it's actually being played like in front of twenty thousand people, you know, or eighty thousand people. It actually does have real physicality involved, even yeah. though the like it's not like people actually trying yeah. to kill each other. And I but... feel like most of us, like especially us that are driven to do something like a podcast like this you know we are intrigued by what we're seeing on tv and we're intrigued by the real impact of what happens on tv and physically and everything else we're just as interested to find out wow did dean ambrose really get hurt on main event last week or or is that a thing you know we like like we're also interested in the story behind the story that they're trying to tell us um and and i think that's even more intriguing than anything else you know is that really any different than um reading go back to this i think it's very one-to-one since that's why everybody calls it a male soap opera but going back to the soap opera digests and hearing about all the background drama about who's coming and leaving a show and all the plans and everything those are the dirt sheets of soap operas those are the the, the dirt sheets of, of a guy in light in the day uh uh days Day whatever days, days was. Of our lives. Days before days, days before of our lives. lives. That
0: means Susan Lucci is Hulk Hogan.
2: <laughs> or Roddy Piper. I don't even know about that. I don't even know what to go with that. Uh a good question by Eamon though. Question. Were both of your parents gun-ho and cool with you uh being into wrestling either when uh, you were young or when you got older? Uh, he says for instance, his his dad loved it and his mom never understood why why he was into it. Uh uh, past the age of eight i'm sorry 13 uh, mom was probably uh, that same perspective as as greg that we talked about um I, what were your perspectives guys so like like were you supported in your wrestling habit or or you know did, do you think that played any part
4: um, absolutely not i was not supported in my wrestling <laughs> habit that doesn't mean i was <laughs> discouraged either um but there was never you know my my, my mom i don't think knows a plus B about professional wrestling I know my dad watches but he was never like a diehard mm-hmm. but uh, I'm sure that my first sampling for pro wrestling and WWF was from catching a TV that he had turned on and just happened to flip on superstars on some morning and I would wander into the room and just catch a glimpse of it and I would be intrigued of course um, and as time has gone on it's funny my dad and I will actually you know, on a brief occasion where we're in the same room on a Monday night, we will sit and we will watch <laughs> wrestling together. And, and he's cool with it. He doesn't care. It's just another thing to watch. But no, he didn't really ever encourage it or discourage it. I had to do it all by myself.
0: Um, I'm, I'm still encouraged in my wrestling fandom <laughs> by my folks. <laughs> like my dad and I just went to the TNA pay-per-view that was in Poughkeepsie. Earlier this year. Yeah, like, didn't, didn't like, your dad take you to the old Raws and stuff you were telling me? Oh, hell yeah. My, there are actually clips of my parents at the old Raws. Like, mm-hmm. Loving it, really getting into it. Like, uh, and Mom, even though she doesn't really like it that much now, mm-hmm. she still has her guys that she'll enjoy. Like, She'll ask me sometimes, she'll be like, oh, is Brett on this week? I'm like, no, Mom, Brett hasn't been on in a while. But, <laughs> She's She's trying. Like, She's trying, that's I good. Oh, he met Ricky Steamboat. Like, back in the day, like before I was a like, gleam in their eyes, she got Ricky Steamboat's autograph at a show in Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. And she claims that Ricky Steamboat hit on her. I know I don't know how <laughs> true that is. <laughs> I don't know how true that is. I'm going to assume it's true because I could be the other son of Ricky Steamboat. I'd be okay with that comparison.
4: <laughs> what about you? LB? Ricky Steamboat was the ultimate face, and he would never do such a thing
2: on camera. Maybe on camera, on camera. <laughs> LB, I think your your mom your mom seems to have taken to wrestling a bit.
1: Well, um, it was uh, it was always my grandfather that first got me into it, um, and uh, we would go to the pay per views together. Uh, my grandmother was into it before uh, before I was uh, before I was around. Um, uh, i think she was a fan of bruno actually if i remember correctly nice. um but my mom my mom actually got into it later and she was a huge sean michaels fan mainly because when i was a kid i hated sean michaels
2: nice nice i i think my i i think my dad actually got me into it mom i don't she never supported it uh other than let me buy figures uh, uh but and 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 not yelling at me too bad when I did wrestling matches on the bed, because uh, their bed was bigger than mine. So it it more formed a ring in my eyes at a young age. Um, but no, I think I think my I watched it with my dad a bit. And then definitely in the teenage years, I think it was a bit of a bonding experience to watch the Monday Night Wars. And, you know, deciding, you know, oh, we'll watch this one. Well, maybe we should watch this one now. Oh, I'm tired of the NWO doing this, you know. And that was like, that was like our time. You know in the week uh and and but so i, I got uh, and again mom doesn't know doesn't care i think she's perplexed <laughs> when i tell her that i i do something with wrestling for a living you know um but but and there's always other parts of my family they're always into it too so it was always around a, a little bit so awesome <laughs> rixie steamboat loved you <laughs> that's awesome and i'm glad you settled the guys down mike in the uh chat room uh when 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 we said game of thrones was fake
0: yeah i i was oh, just sorry to about that point westeros is actually in greenland mm-hmm. um tell your friends but don't ever go to a
2: wedding there never go to a wedding there <laughs> that was a good side point <laughs> that we were talking about earlier uh game of thrones weddings better or worse than those in wwe
4: uh, I've never seen a Game of Thrones wedding. I can't say for sure. I'm,
2: I'm going to go ahead and say worse
1: because, you know, the WWE weddings kind of fall apart and lead to violent matches,
0: but uh, people motherfucking die. At Game <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be fair, I would love to see Kane at a Game of Thrones wedding.
2: At wedding. Red wedding guys what's <laughs> a nice day for a red wedding oh no I uh, had in my head was hoping that wouldn't happen um <laughs> on that hey, note. don't worry I got the perfect thing
4: y'all better
2: yeah because now I have visions of uh of Adam Rose playing hungry hungry hippos with a bunny there you go yeah now I can help you so other batch of issues um, so, we're going to take a break and, uh, and sort out our issues.
5: <laughs> I love Adam Rose. Oompa Oompa in we're going to
2: take a peek at what's going on uh, other places in Sort on Me, in this instance, the Uncivil War that occurred last month at the end of March. Uh, great match there with uh, Friend of Show Facade and Friend of Show Johnny Gargano. Meaning for the first time in a while. Uh, Old-time uh, tag team partners, now bitter enemies. Uh, it was a really good time there. Uh, so here's a little peek at that if you're on video, a little bit of audio from uh, Mr. Basic Sickness. That's Mr. Sickness to you. Uh, and We'll be right back with Remember When.
4: is
2: like hey guys welcome back go check that out and other releases digital download dvds uh over at sorgatronmedia.com store so now is that time where we remember when i'm gonna remember when I don't know when I'm going to do
1: it again, but you know I'm going to remember when,
3: again and again and again.
2: Thank you. Thank you for that. So this week, it is Tax Day. It is IRS Day. it is Mike Rotunda Day. So uh, we thought we'd talk about wrestlers and their financial issues. Uh, this one actually came from Mike. Where do, Where do we start, Mike?
0: All right, well, I'm going to start with one I mentioned to you earlier that I didn't mention to the rest of the crew.
2: And I'm going to say that
0: RVD, growing up in he Bal- ...a um, cash-deprived child, because he once tried to do... Um, let's call them stunts for, for the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Which one so, was he? I, I, be- I believe it was the dribbling of the basketball. See, you
5: know I, this oh, was- no.
0: Oh. It might have been licking his feet or kissing
2: his feet. See, because because they showed, um, they showed one of those, and it was the basketball, and it was a black kid, I thought, and I'm like, you're not RBD. Yeah. Okay, it was kissing Ted D B, T- Ted Dibiase's feet for a hundred dollars. Okay. okay, okay, awesome. Somebody's knocking on something. Um, <laughs> who's got who's got another one?
5: Well, Mike took mine. Oh, really? God. Really? really? I, was, I, was, I was going to say when um, – well, kind of. He t- kind of took mine because I was going to say when the million-dollar man uh, w- was going to give out $1,000 for bouncing the basketball 100 times. And then of kicked And, of course, he would kick the basketball out around 90, which is pretty awesome. Can we say just Virgil in general?
2: No. no you <laughs> because, I
5: mean... Virgil, because we can't say Vagina plane. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, but no,
2: seriously, man. you got Virgil. I mean, obviously he had money Virgil trouble, plane. so he took that job with the Million Dollar Man. And now, you all see him at the Steel City Con. It's not much different.
5: Yeah, it is. He's not with the Million Dollar Man. And he
0: doesn't take $100 out of every people, everyone's mouth who gets an autograph from Ted
2: DiBiase. There you go. He always was...
5: And he also uh, doesn't have the real million-dollar belt. (laughs) Also true. (laughs) Also true. Um, Wow. And also, he's a horrible, horrible person.
2: Mm. True. Mm. Mm. How about you, Bobby?
6: Um, I'm going to go with the big show since mine was also taken. Uh, the Big Show had financial problems with his house, uh, and to get it back, he had to punch an old man. <laughs> <laughs> so, well,
0: you it, it like that, it just sounds cruel. Okay.
3: It's like it's
6: like The Price Is Right. It's like wait, wait, wait. it's like The Price Is Right game. He had to punch through Dusty Rhodes' forehead because it's kind of like papery, anyways. So,
3: oh.
5: <laughs> no, it, to be it, fair, he's been cut a lot. Is... <laughs> there, yeah. Dusty Rhodes' face is kind of like the leather instead yeah. of paper. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What about you, Jen? It's, it's already partially uh, torn. A catcher's mask. <laughs> catcher's mask.
3: <laughs> oh, I, I don't oh, know. We didn't
2: mention, ladies and gentlemen, Jen Carlins has replaced Matt. <laughs> Hello.
6: Playing the part of Matt Collins or Carlin's tonight.
3: It's me. Sorry.
1: She's still in shock. She just learned about a vagina plane.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, stuff yes, I yes. see day to day with having two boys and, you know, patients and the public, nothing surprises me anymore.
2: It <laughs> <laughs> really doesn't. <laughs> Oh my god, we've lost this.
5: <laughs> Sorg, uh, at least we didn't say betrayal. Hey,
2: hey we drove
6: that plane right into the canyon, huh, Sorg? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Candy, oh,
3: Mountain. Candy Mountain. Candy Mountain. somebody it's else I remember when?
1: It is. Uh, ECW couldn't pay the wrestlers.
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> I thought about that one too.
1: That's it. I got, I got no well, joke well, for it. There's nothing PNA to it. It says it all. Paul Heyman couldn't
5: pay people the end.
2: Or just indie wrestling in general, huh?
5: <laughs> oh, are you going to get some hate for that one?
2: Oh, I, that's okay. Um, that's a different show. Sorry. That's a different show. I know. <laughs> I know. Jesus. I, I have another one. Okay.
0: How about when Shawn Michaels had had to be the slave to JBL?
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, did
5: everybody go? No, no, no Jen you. decided no, to start talking costs about costs vagina money. planes. So, didn't <laughs> <laughs> even this me. Just like that plane got into that lady's, uh, <laughs> you know, hoo ha,
2: hoo ha. I said hoo sneezer. Oh no, Jen, do you have a financial <laughs> issue? Remember when?
3: Um, no. <laughs> But I'm watching um, the Buccos, totally different topic. Um, there's a guy out in the outfield trying to do the yes chant, and pirate fans are throwing stuff at him. What? So,
0: <laughs> what? Don't they know it's just more polite to chant no, no, no? That, okay. Everybody,
6: they're, they're all true <laughs> wrestling fans, because that's what people did in the 80s and 90s, through garbage.
2: Through, Yeah. I guess Especially
1: so. Especially
2: in WCW. Yeah. Uh, so so share with us your remember when and that kind of stuff over at Good time. Sorg, us, like, what about
5: you? Oh, me? I said What, one. Sorg? I said one. What did you say? I said Virgil. You no, did not.
3: Said
5: Virgil. Uh, Virgil doesn't count. Virgil he doesn't said on count? Gold. Sorg. Oh, Repo. What? oh, man. Repo man.
2: <laughs> but it, he was just like, he took, I was watching Raw a couple weeks ago, and he took Moncho Man's hat as if yep. Macho Man didn't pay for his hat. Yep. You know how much that probably costs? Ac- a funny
0: story about someone taking Macho Man's hat. Um, one of the Raws back in 93 or 94, when Crush attacked the Macho Man, one of my friends actually reached under the guardrail and literally stole the Macho Man's hat and ran away with it.
2: Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> That's a true story. There's a remember one for you. Guys, uh, let us know your thoughts, your remember ones, if you remember any financially, fiscally troublesome. Oh, WCW. There's one. Um, as a whole. As a whole. No, there's a really good Legends when they were talking about how much. Uh, they, there was a Legends roundtable on outdoor shows, and Nash was on it. And they talked about how much they didn't like they lost so much money because they decided to do free pay-per-views at hog wild at Sturgis or in the middle of a beach and stuff like that. And they're just like, why would you do that? You know? Um, Anyways, uh, with that, I want to give a shout out to our friends at ProWrestlingTees.com. Another way you can support the show over at ProWrestlingTees.com slash WMS. Go pick up a shirt designed by the great Alex Kars. It's his birthday. You should. Birthday. Now is the time. Get a good time for wrestling mayhem show, property of mayhem, or the good old good logo, gosh. of course. Like Mad Mike is sporting over there with the property of Mayhem. Good stuff, good oh. stuff. Um, i got this on. Oh, what? What? You got one, too? What's this? What's this? I don't know. I can't see it. What do you, oh, what you... What's you? Are you trying well, me your belly? What okay. is that? Right, there you are go. you flashing the
0: camera? <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Nope. He just wears it. Thor? He
5: doesn't even care. What's that? You want me to do this again while I just you know, slowly take this surface? No, 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 no! Oh,
1: ProWrestlingTees.com
2: Do No, don't stop him don't stop Great him. stuff like uh, uh, you can get Hey Yo yes. Razor Ramon A lot of stuff, uh, indie wrestlers, friends of the show on here And of course licensed stuff from uh, Some of the bigger names like Hacksaw Jim Duggan Harley Race um, uh, Jim Ross, Jake the Snake Roberts um, All that stuff is, is uh, Typically by them or their estates If that's a thing, there's a lot of Macho Man stuff on there As well, there's a BWO shirt uh, A lot of fun stuff um, so, prowrestlingtees.com. Grab a WMS shirt and uh, some of your other favorite wrestlers while you're at it. Uh, so, guys, it's Warrior Week, and I, we—I guess we really—we we talked about it a little bit last night on the wrap-up. Um, but I know we were kind of shocked to find out about the passing of Ultimate Warrior. Uh, it came out uh last tuesday actually as we were wrapping the uh indie mayhem show which is probably around about 1 a.m uh no yeah no midnight 1 a.m something like that yeah, it's, about midnight. It's, it's at least midnight or so um a tweet you know first a tweet from triple h saying uh you know just learn about the passing you know condolences to his family and daughters um and and shortly it came up on WWE.com so quick that one of the placeholders for those little buttons they have on, on under the uh, the banner, um, they didn't even have. It was like put info here, put thumb info in in here. Like they mm-hmm. put it that quick up. They 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 rolled some web web monkey out of bed to go uh go get the update in. Um, this is really eerie. We've talked about it a bit on the Facebook yeah. and everything, but mm-hmm. I you know I think,
5: I... Riz. spent i spent like an hour like when it happened thinking about what he said in both the hall of fame speech and what he said on monday and the only thing i could think of was holy crap did we just watch a real live note like uh, something I don't want to say out loud mm-hmm. but it just sounded so much like he just you know wanted to say it and then ended it yeah and thank mm-hmm. thankfully I was wrong yeah uh but it like you said it was still eerie to have that happen and it was one of those things where now we look back on Monday on the on that Monday and we we have to analyze everything that happened mm-hmm. like i i was looking back and i was like okay he's turning red and okay he's sweating profusely mm-hmm. and, then he's, and then he started stumbling over words and he started losing his breath those are signs that you're not going you're not feeling good and it just seemed like he knew but he didn't want to stop I, I uh, it, it, like you said, it was one of the things that it was eerie, and I was at a loss for words for about two, three hours afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think most of my tweets, most of my messages were, like, just just mumble, like just different words. They weren't even sentences. They were just like just. I was stunned, and as was everybody, because we saw this man two days ago, and it, it was like when you hear those people going, "Oh, I just saw this guy two. I just saw this guy yesterday. It was mm-hmm. so per. It was so good. Now he's in the hospital, or now he's there." We just had that experience. There has been a million people who had that experience, and it's just shocking. Mm-hmm.
2: It, it, yeah, it is weird, uh, especially since, like, he just came back. He was just, even in his speech, talking about mm-hmm. the deal that he made with WWE, how things were coming back, but still a little bitter about some of the stuff like that DVD, um, and then able to come out on Raw and do a, you know, great Ultimate Warrior-style uh, comeback, I don't know what you want to call it, speech. Now, really, his last words, mm-hmm. uh, at least at least publicly. Um,
6: I he saved his best promo for last.
2: Yeah. It so yeah. was a
6: really good promo from it, him.
2: It does I feel thought. like it, yeah. Um and, and, and that he he you know and it was just so sudden, you know. He got to go through this. Like, you know, what what was it? And I don't think it's coming out out yet, and it probably won't for another week no, about exactly no, uh, sort. Yeah.
5: He had, a he
2: had a heart attack. He had a heart he had a heart disease. Oh yeah. Yeah, heart it I think it was earlier really today, heart heart today heart wasn't it? Okay, mm-hmm. wait, 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 wait. I didn't get the details. So, so what, what exactly
3: did they come out with? Cardiovascular disease.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, wh- it was. I think it was it was it,
5: the, the the artery itself that goes to the heart mm-hmm. hardened, mm-hmm. and it can't pump blood as fast as it can. So it literally just stopped. And it filled up. I think it either fills up with blood or it can't fill it. Up. It it can't pump blood in. Mm-hmm. Either way, it stops everything. And he he had to deal with that. Wow.
2: Wow. And hey, what it didn't seem like a terribly unfit. Definitely not a steroid. I don't know. I want to say, uh, I, I don't know how to say on, on, on this, of course, Nancy Grace issue over the last week. Um, Fuck
3: that bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, well, she's mean, Isn't it like I mean, almost,
2: a, I mean, it's almost a foregone conclusion that he was probably on steroids back then. Day. Looking at him, well, a lot yeah, of people were. Was. Oh, I everybody, mean, yeah, yeah, he definitely
0: was. He's even said it.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and and, but he was still a very in shape guy, and I would doubt still on steroids for the stuff he was doing, right?
5: The autopsy did show that he was not under drugs nor alcohol. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. If that meant steroids or something else, who knows? Yeah, but he was not under any substance.
2: But who knows what he might have back in the day? This could have been like an Eddie Guerrero situation where it was just. The yeah, you know, it was just too much. Yeah, it was just the end yeah. of it. It was just already stressed from all the stuff he'd done early in his career. Um, it and it's it, it's 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 interesting. Um, I heard one conversation, uh, or I can't remember uh, what show or something it was on, uh, talking about like this idea that uh, a lot of these guys, uh, you know, knowingly and for their careers had done. You know steroids and everything and they knew the trade-offs and they did it so you know to support their families then like trading off that they knew they would have a shorter life at at a later point but um but either way they they had the tribute last night of course on wwe um you know they're doing the special right now on the
0: network Mm -hmm. and apparently uh sting was interviewed for it really Yep, there's this. Uh, I'm one of the boards I'm on. There's a screen cap of Sting in his full-on Steve Borden attire with the WWE logo on it. Wow! So, wow! It, I, I'm curious to hear what
2: he has to say about the Warrior because yeah. they teamed together way before the Warrior existed. And he he might have more specifically even like showed up just for. You know this I, I'm not saying that they, they probably did his interview within the last week unless the, the signing and everything uh, You know it, it is true and they, they put this together that quick I do wonder if this is something they already had in the can that they're gonna do uh, Later on is this partially the DVD? Uh, we talked about maybe that it sounds like the DVD might be just commentary and matches instead of a documentary uh, But maybe this is something that was coming down the line and they just rushed it to, to completion um, uh, what I'm seeing so far looks like more just a match So I wonder if this is the DVD In the long run because they did say it's a four-part series that they're doing uh, uh, Tonight Tuesday through Friday So Um, I don't know you guys have any other thoughts on this um, um, I, You know, I know it's kind of sudden kind of a, a rough topic here Um, you know, not, you know, not somebody that we've had much experience with mostly bad news, you know, and I know we had a lot of questions going into this hall of fame and everything, uh, uh, with this guy, but it's still really tough to see, you know, something like that.
5: I mean, first of all, the response from WWE, I don't think I've ever seen that happen. I, I don't, I don't think I heard Eddie, like Vicky and everybody else getting the treatment that um, whatever, whatever her name is, uh, the, the widow of the ultimate warrior mm-hmm. uh, is getting, she is getting round the clock service from the WWE. How do you mean? Like they're getting, like they're WWE is sending staff over every day to see if they have any needs, any wants. They have to pick up people just for like the few fu- just so they have to cover the funeral costs mm-hmm. so they know what to do with the funeral and know what to do with that and WWE is just there for support it's good that's good
2: I and, and WWE has been um, really good to you know the people that have built it I feel like mm-hmm.
0: they then also like on raw they gave out all those warrior masks
2: mm-hmm they weren't selling those. They just gave them to everyone in the arena. That's why I wondered, like that first shot, saying, "Wow, that these people didn't buy this." That that was a handout well, when they walked out. Um,
0: also, before Raw started, I heard that Lawler um, told everyone to put the Warrior masks on when they played his music after the Ten Bell Salute. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it was done for a visual, but it was also a really nice gesture to do something
2: like that. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Certainly. Um,
5: it was a very subdued. Like it, they, they did the thing before. They, they, they did the, the 10 bell salute. Uh, and they, they had the shirts and they had three clips. It was a much subdued uh, tribute for someone like the Warrior, if you, if you think about it.
0: Well, that's, that, like, they have the network now to do a much longer tribute. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. I, I, I can
6: see that. Plus it didn't happen like right – like like they had a week before Raw. you know. It, it wasn't like uh, Owens was like real sudden and the Chris Benoit thing was like real sudden.
2: You know, to- they had
6: some time to like space it out a bit.
2: I have the live stream going from the WWE Network here, and I've noticed like well, well they had just played. A, I'm, I'm pausing a little, but I don't think I'm sorry, on the right Wi-Fi. we
5: pulled for this. Sorry. Oh, dude, did you Sammy see the stuff Zane? I was <laughs> showing before?
2: But no, they're, uh, they they just came from a, uh, a, a Ultimate Warrior Ted Aussie match, and uh, we just saw C.J. Parker and now Sami Zayn on here, um, giving what they're calling WWE Superstar shoutouts. You know, of course, on, and and I think these are responses that they just recorded in the last week, from the looks of it, uh, about Warrior and it's passing so i think that's that's the thing they have more tv to do this with and do it the right way and do more stuff um is it kind of wrong that i hope they do that with other like
0: like when the anniversary of what happened to owen comes around like I hope they do something like that. They could that. do that. They could do well, that. Well, when the anniversary of when Eddie passed, they could do something like that.
2: I could see it. Uh I mean I, I think this is a very prime example of course we we knew and and we know they had planned going into it a lot of WWE WrestleMania stuff. There's still stuff coming out. There's another uh, uh fallout with a bunch of background backstage stuff. I don't know if you guys saw the WrestleMania uh, uh daniel bryan special that they did which was fantastic think about that they put that in two they put that together and at least finished it off in like two days that's incredible
5: um Again, we're talking about the uh, guys who who make the wrestlemania recap <laughs> right after the main event
2: I that's think. true that's true i mean these guys and and, and to see that they have their own airtime, that they can do a reactive thing like that what they're doing for ultimate warrior right now i mean that they could say even wednesday night said hey we are uh uh i know we we, we know we had stuff planned but your guy you guys are gonna have wrestlemania 6 tonight on the network because it's it's kind of funny when you
0: think about it because if you think WWE just 20 years ago, they were still doing like a month's taping of Raw at a time. Mm-hmm. So everything they everything that they had to do, like it was always way after the fact. Like and they can never do reactive stuff. And now just 20 years later, they're able to jump on everything and just – Boom, like this happened. Here's what we're giving you the next day. Here's boom, 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 boom. Tribute, mm-hmm. tribute, tribute, tribute.
5: Well even like,
2: yeah, and on top of that, you know, not just the network, but with the social media and everything that they can do that. They need to at this point, um, just to keep up with things. Um and, and, and yeah, I hope this is something. I hope they do these theme weeks, uh, you know, in the long run. I, I like I like that idea. You know, you know we're gonna see a lot of stuff around those longer shows like um you know, like Survivor Series or Royal Rumble, you're going to have a Royal Rumble week or something like that. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, that's that's what you can do when you have your own network and you own the content. And you can do what you want with the content and get it out there the way you want it to. Versus back when Eddie died, when Benoit died, or something you know, somebody they did this with too, when Owen died, they had a whole four hours of tv every week and let's be honest raw was the most important one and in both instances in both instances it was within the 24 hours before right like i think eddie died right before a pay-per-view didn't he mm-hmm. or or over the weekend at, at the live show he died the monday uh, before a raw super show yeah and all scheduled three, to even maybe win the title all all three of those situations raw happened within the morning period yeah so you had nobody's gonna do the show you nobody's gonna do a show as planned it it feels ridiculous and most of them are asked you, you know i think most of them are told you don't have to do the show tonight or at least I know in the part with Eddie, I know I, I heard a story recently where, where like Chavo says, you don't have to do this. You can go home, you know, do, do whatever you need to do. And you're like, no, we're going to do this. I remember this.
0: Jeff Jarrett during the Owen Hart one too, was one of those guys. So it was just like, listen, you don't have to work. You can just, you know, talk mm-hmm. about Owen if you want, do whatever you want. All good friends. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, and that's something that happens with, you know, the guys in that business, at least you know, from what we see and everything. Um, so I, it, it, and, and, and I'm, God, it's so weird and i'm i'm you're almost glad this happened after the whole thing and after you're that you're definitely glad it happened after raw and not during raw yeah think
0: about like the, I, yeah. I mean cuz cuz something like that if it's a heart disease thing where it literally could happen anytime mhm god if it happened on raw while he was giving that promo i mean jerry lawler was one thing that was surreal enough as it is mm-hmm. but he's not on camera
2: like i gotta tell you you know you do a show live every monday for the past 15 years at least, right? You're going to have eventually something bad happening on screen when that happens. You know, if you do that many alive things, you're going to have something like the pay-per-view where the power went out. You're going to have a medical issue that happens or something that really gets hurt. You know, that's happened how many times over the last few years? Or You know, it, it's... it's you know or something you know break, draws incident uh which i can't remember if that was on raw or not um you know or 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 bagwell you know hurting his neck on the middle of a show or sid hurting breaking his leg oh, in the middle oh, of a pay-per-view yeah yeah it, it's um, i still remember the snap twigs afterwards no. uh, and i remember yeah. scott
0: Steiner showing the footage over and over yeah <laughs> yeah true
2: I was really worried because I was watching the Starcade where they were the main event. I'm like, oh, is this that? Is that the? Is this the? Is this the time when that happens? Yep. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Thankful. Nope. This is apparently no, a rematch. They that... had. It was at Sin. Sin. Okay. I think I'm gonna stop watching the WCW pay-per-view. Yeah. Right don't that.
5: watch Sin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was like a metaphor for the end of WCW, wasn't it? So...
5: The, the the metaphor for WCW. giant plane.
2: No, the metaphor for WCW. <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: the, last, all, no,
2: One,
5: the metaphor two, three,
0: for WCW. Your last Lane. pay-per-view
2: was called Greed. <laughs> what, does that tell you? what does that tell you? I saw that in a listing. I'm like, what an interesting yeah. name to be the last pay-per-view. Oh, that is, uh, that that sums up WCW in
0: every aspect of it. I
2: want to see what was the what what was the intended pay- next pay-per-view supposed to be. Like I want to bankrupt. go watch Greed and see what the commercial for the next pay-per-view was going to be.
5: Bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> and Ray's wins the podcast. <laughs> All right. Boys. I win. WC- WMS 415.
0: WCW bankrupt. <laughs>
2: and alex cars is gonna have a graphic for us by tomorrow morning you know that yes and his shirt he's three hours behind he's got a whole he's got a whole evening ahead of him to do this thing
6: <laughs> it's his birthday let him rest
2: oh never mind he
1: was, <laughs> oh
2: shit he has an extra three hours of his birthday left holy crap
1: i told him he could stop sewing t-shirts
2: just because it's his oh good oh good that's, that's why
0: i wore mine tonight so he didn't have to <laughs> so he didn't have to wear yours so we so didn't have to sell. So, so he's gonna make yours. You sell what? it. You sell it in the shirt,
2: Sorg. Sell it in the shirt. That could work. That could work. All right. Uh, anything else on Raw we want to mention? Of course, Evolution came back. Yay. I need to mention something from
3: TNA. No.
2: Uh, yes. Yes. Fucking
1: Wade Barrett and uh, uh, Dolph Ziggler, fucking having an incredible match.
3: mm
5: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. That was Wade very Aaron good. Wade also had an awesome match on main event. Really.
6: Yes. That's
0: what you yes. don't hear too often. Dolph Ziggler sold that's the entire. Red Rocket
5: to death. <laughs> that <that's> entire <better, laughs>
6: Intercontinental Championship tournament is amazing so far.
5: Mm-hmm. The number one contender. I'm
6: Red Rocket for you.
2: Hey, it's a really good showcase of their mid-card we were talking about last night on the wrap-up. It's saying, hey, we have a mid-card, and good stuff happens here, and maybe the Intercontinental title could mean something soon if we rule with this, right? Um, Sure. Why not?
6: They also had a graphic on wrestling memes that was the United States Championship uh, title tournament with just all Dean Ambrose.
2: Can he just like <laughs> lose the title and we'll just forget about it? Because I mean, I mean, not not like lose it to somebody, but lose it like you me. know in his luggage. Forget it.
5: <laughs> yeah, I oh, just feel really really like <laughs> yeah, I forgot like, the title. I had it right here, I don't know what happened to it. Uh, and they just they just come out with have nothing. The, can we the... just
0: have El Torito steal it? Yeah, it, just, it was never seen
5: That's again. Of course,
0: win it again.
5: You know, just I
6: don't like
1: Jim Carlin's would be too okay with that.
6: He can bring back drunk John Moxley and can just <laughs> conveniently forget
2: the title somewhere.
5: <laughs> he wants Dave Batista.
2: Sing yeah. some sweet Caroline. But no, they're doing the right thing. Between that, I think that, uh, like, I feel like with, with, with Paige, you know, the uh, oh,
0: and Sorg, huh. they've announced who Paige's opponent is for Extreme Rules. Who? Um, there was a Divas Battle Royal on main event. Okay. And if anyone doesn't want me to spoil it, I won't say who won. But, anyone care? Uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a no. Um, Tamina Snuka. Oh, Nice. I saw her in the Instagrams. I was wondering what was going on. The Battle Royal was actually kind of fun to
2: watch. Good. Kind of fun Good. to watch. Building that Divas, getting it away from the Total Divas. Are we like almost through season two already?
0: Uh, no, because
2: oh, it, it feels like we're, they're, they're being downplayed a little bit. We,
0: we haven't even got to Naomi getting her eye killed by Oksana.
3: Next <laughs> week's episode is Naomi getting married. Yes.
0: OK, OK. So it's still in the beginning. I have a feeling the season finale is going to be Bree and Daniel Bryan. Can, getting can, I,
2: can I share a scary thing?
0: Wait no. for, for the show. Your microphone? Yes. Is it a plane
6: yeah, inside that, of a that vagina? That was really awkward.
2: <laughs> can it. I share something?
5: That's not frightening at all.
1: Yes. So, it is when you can also see her asshole.
5: So, can I share something? On, people on the stream didn't get to see that. But what Sorg did was he just, just, just gently stroked the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and the only two people who saw this were me and Mr. Mad Mike.
0: I think he did that for us. I think he did, too. I mean, Sorg, mission accomplished.
1: <laughs> Not for me. I can't fucking see it.
2: Good. Oh. Sorg, you're going to have to come it's over and stroke. Hold on, like, hold on. Let me wiggle person. this thing oh, so you hey. get your visual back.
5: <laughs> hey, there's everybody.
2: Um,
1: I see you know, how you see come how over here and you stroke your microphone in, pers- in
5: person vagina. in person. This show better just by ruining it vagina plane.
3: I have
2: nothing like I to say. I
3: nothing surprises I have Nothing me to say. Anymore.
2: Guys, what would you learn from wrestling this hold week? Hold on,
0: hold on, Sork. We have a very important thing to say about DNA. Oh
3: no. No, we do. That
2: Rich, they that we... they ripped off WrestleMania already? Yeah, yeah, by weeds, you Sorka mean you and they have won the show
5: connected. <laughs> It, 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 that is true. Our mayhem the show.
0: bump finally connected the show. one Eric
5: Young. That's right.
2: TNA world heavyweight champion. We did talk to Eric Young some holy crap a while ago, um, as shared on and, Twitter. And I
0: don't care if Magnus is not Randy Orton and if Abyss is not Kane and, and, Eric Young is not Daniel Bryan. I don't care if they're exactly ripping off that entire storyline. Eric Young is the champion. This is a good thing. We mm-hmm. should be excited for it. It
5: was <laughs> definitely totally ripping off.
2: Totally. <laughs> and I also think that makes
0: EC3 Batista, and I don't know how that
2: works. Apparently our interview with uh, Eric Young is over on Daily Motion if you want to check it out. How did that get <laughs> <Wow>. there? <laughs> how did that get over there? What? <laughs> So, so you can go.
5: Who just... uses daily motion besides you know watching uh, old botchomanias that's been pulled from the air? I know,
2: right? Um, anyways, uh, 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 your your <coughs> what did you learn this week, guys? LB, I know you must have learned something from this weekend.
1: I learned that evolution is a mystery. <laughs> I also learned that Sorg is a sheet's Cocktease.
2: No, what? You got you got I mean, sheets twice. Technically I you did. were you were at three sheets. I know. One time what, we went to sheets block, and Sorg's like,
1: I'm gonna get gas and then I'm gonna get food. And so I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go in and go ahead and get food. I didn't order anything, I just grabbed a couple things. I'm standing in line waiting. I get a text from Sorg that says, ordered something? Question mark, I'm aborting sheets. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so I put my
2: stuff down. I'm sorry. The entire Wait. roster was That's in there waiting for MTOs. I, know, I, know.
1: I put my stuff down and Michael, the bomber facade was like, what's going on? And I was like, I don't know. Sword says he's aborting sheets. And then I left.
0: Sword, 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 um, normally I'm a pro sheets choice guy, but I think in your case, it has to be pro sheets life. You don't abort that sheets. You abort this Sheets.
2: There was a situation. No, no, no,
5: no you don't. I had to, you know. You know, I, I can see where you're coming from.
2: I had to drop a Perkins there, visit for that shit. There was a lot had,
5: of things there that there
2: were going on that night. And there
5: are good Sheets and there are bad Sheets. I'm not sure which one you went to, but there are definitely some. It was tiny horrible, and had horrible. too many
2: wrestlers. <laughs> it was like the clown car of Sheets situations.
6: That oh my closer, tiny sheep. wrestlers.
2: <laughs> oh, I also learned one other thing. Uh vagina plane.
5: <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn it.
2: Damn it. it. Damn it, Bobby, what'd you learn?
6: I learned that I would like on Total Divas for the Daniel Bryan and uh Bree wedding ceremony to get interrupted by Kane coming through the sand. <laughs> like much like he did for Lita and Edge's wedding.
3: <laughs> I just oh, want to see awesome.
6: tiny like cane head pop up, like.
3: <laughs> so, yeah,
2: that's what I learned. What about you, Mike?
0: <laughs> I learned I want to see that. Um, <laughs> I also learned that Eric Young is a goddamn wrestler, and um, also I learned that um Cesaro is pretty good, you guys.
2: So of, it's pretty good. Damn.
5: It's kind of good. Yes. Awesome. What about you, Riz? I learned that you can't spell challenge without change. <laughs> oh,
3: my. gosh. gosh.
5: Hashtag wow. believe.
2: Believe. Wow. What about you, Jen Carlins?
3: Me? Me? I learned that stuff back in the day should not come back in the WWE.
0: <laughs> so I take it you didn't like Evolution?
3: It's stupid! <laughs> it's dumb!
0: Hey, Okay. don't... Th- Alright, so, Jen... Con- don't even
3: get Are me started! And one thing, Well, this weekend... Uh, what did I learn...
0: Also, Sorg. While we're waiting, I don't know. I I also learned that I want Neil deGrasse Tyson to be the fourth member of Evolution.
2: Oh, yeah, I want that. Yeah. And Bo Diggity learned that Cesaro will elbow your face to death. Yes. Guys, tell us what you learned at Mayhem Show on Twitter. Good times.
5: What did you learn, Sorg? What did what did you learn?
2: Um, I learned you don't tell Matt Stryker how to hold his microphone or he'll flip you off. <laughs> oh <geez>. shit! <laughs> oh, did uh, put... yeah.
1: Matt Stryker's a real good wrestler. I learned that.
5: Yeah, he's did, a cool is guy. He no, really no, he's a
1: Reverse grip, Sorg.
5: did did, did he just stroke it once
2: i don't know you flipped me (laughs) off and then i told him well i'm sorry we don't have a much of a budget here (laughs) (laughs) mr wwe uh all right but you can tell us what you learned and everything at mayhem show uh google plus uh facebook you can also check us out on the wrestling mayhem show facebook group um, also uh, uh, wrestlingmamshow.com for this and other shows go buy the shirts like Mad Mike really wants to show you right now um, and you can drop us a line at GoodTimesAtWrestlingMayhemShow.com oh, or 412206WS0 and you can look us up on uh, YouTube, Blip TV, Roku, Stitcher, Spreaker, all kinds of places and join us here live at 9pm Eastern Time, live at SorgatronMedia.com wrestlingmamshow.com. you got links on all that kind of stuff Oh, I love the titles tonight. Uh, with that, thank you everybody for joining us. We'll see you guys next week. Mayhem Show.
5: Out. Just wait. Just
3: wait.